Hi, I'm Dana Weeks, and I'm here today with Brian Whitmer, editor of Elliott Wave International's European Financial Forecast and contributes to the monthly global market perspective. Hi, Brian. Hi, Dana. Nice to be here. You argue that there's a relationship between the FTSE and the U.S. stock market. Which leads? Yeah, the FTSE leads. Uh, the FTSE has this really long, interesting history of peaking uh, prior to the tops in the Dow. And this is a relationship that, that Steve Hotchberg has, has uh, has comment, commented on before, and it may have just popped up again. The FTSE at this latest peak topped on January 12th. Uh, the Dow topped on January 26th. And this is a pattern that, that goes back decades. Uh, uh, Britain topped, uh, if we go back to the 87 crash, Britain topped a month before the Dow in 87. At that crash in 1990, uh, Britain topped seven months before the Dow. In 2000, which I'm showing on this chart, the FTSE headed down two weeks before the Dow. And then in 2007, just before the financial crisis, the FTSE peaked uh, three months before the Dow. So, um, you know, even actually, even since the financial crisis, these little setbacks here also saw the FTSE peak early. So, you know, I don't know why this relationship exists. It may just be a, a market quirk, but it's an interesting market quirk. And it's one that I'm watching closely now, again, because we saw that early peak in the FTSE and that, that lagging peak in the U.S. The volatility overall, was it just a Q1 tremor or do you believe that it signified something bigger for Europe? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, the volatility, at least as measured by, by, the VTA, by, by the VDAX, that's implied volatility, that's the German equivalent of the VIX, um, we're still on par with, you know, we had this huge spike, we had that sell-off this month or, or in February, um, but we're still on par with the spikes that we've seen since the financial crisis. And we can see that on this chart of the VDAX. Um, you know, if we go back and look at the, 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 the periods where, where volatility has spiked, this spike here was the Brexit vote. These were some debt crises in, in 2010, 2012. Here's the benchmark for volatility. Obviously, that's the, the 08 financial crisis. And here's the, uh, here's the spike that we saw in, in February, March. So we're still on par with what we've seen since the financial crisis. Um, now, what's interesting, you know, we saw that sell-off this month. We saw this, the, this, the volatility spike. All of that's normal. Now, what's interesting is that the, the bounce across Europe has been uh, has, has lagged the U.S. markets. You know, in the Dow and the S&P, we've seen a retracement of of 70 percent. We haven't seen that anywhere in Europe. We've seen 30 to 40 percent retracement. So, yeah, I think this this spike here, it, it could just be the warm up for a really, really volatile year uh, in 2018. You ended your recent EFF saying credit markets remain completely out of whack. That's a pretty bold statement. Yeah, but I, I think it's a true statement. Um, you know, credit markets, especially in Europe, I just think are a, a disaster waiting to happen. Um, take a look at this chart. Uh, these are 10-year bond yields, right? And on the bottom here, this is the United States. And we've seen, you know, yields have just been kind of creeping higher for almost two years now. On top, guess what country this is? This is Greece. This is a country that has been bailed out three times since 2010, a country that's defaulted on its sovereign debt uh, five times, at least in the modern era. Um, Greece now pays about 4% to borrow for 10 years. And, you know, this is amazing to me. You know, it's symptomatic, I think, of the optimism that still pervades the continent, that still pervades financial markets in general. Um, I think bond investors have, have been conditioned to believe that the central bank will just continue to bail out these peripheral countries. And, and that has been the situation over the past decade. I think that's going to be an impossible situation going forward. There's just too much credit and there's just not enough money to cover it. 
Well, it's been great talking with you today, Brian. Thank you. Thanks, Dana.